So I, uh, you know, this actually, this can help me consolidate my workflow because it's been a busy week. I watched the 355. I can technically do the review right here on the show. Go on. It's not good. <laughs> you doing Siskel and Ebert like the old days? Yeah, old school. Just bad. <laughs> so, like, is he allowed to make another movie then? Simon Kimberg? Yeah. Yeah, I hope he does. I want that man to make an indie, like, cheap-ass movie. Because then he'll learn. Because he's been writing for years, and he, he's written some shit, but he's also, yeah. he's written stuff that's incredible. But he's directed, both of his directing jobs have been bombs. But to be fair, his first directing job was a major studio movie, and his second movie was a major studio movie, mm-hmm. you know? There's no crash course for that. It's fair. But yeah, no. He, uh, basically, real quick thoughts on the 355. Um, wasted cast. The only person that I would like that genuinely I enjoyed seeing on screen, and it's full of actors I like, was Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah. She was the only one that brought it. Not even Sebastian Stan? Mm-mm. Really? Or Jessica Jastain, and I loved the both of them. They just showed up. Penelope Cruz, same thing. And the story, it had a lot of tropes, and I love tropes. Like, I love the scenes when it's like, all right, here's the plan, and then they yeah. do the whole, like, oceans thing. I love that. There was no emotional weight or depth to anything that was happening, and it was just like, tropes can only take you so far. Like, there's got to be something there with mm-hmm. it, you know? And, yeah, um, the action was horrible. I uh, was really disappointed. Yeah. The choreography wasn't all that terrible, but, man, the way it was shot and edited was not good. Not good. And, uh, yeah, so, unfortunately, not a great movie. Um, I'm going to give it a D+. Plus. Mm-hmm. But Simon Kimberg, listen, the man takes credit for the stuff he does wrong. He's written some excellent stuff in the past. He's produced. He produced The Martian. What's he written? Days of Future Past. He also wrote Dark Phoenix, though. So he's written one good thing. No, no, no he's written other stuff. I, I'm not. Oh, it's, off the it's top of your head, me, but yeah, he's yeah. written stuff before that that was pretty good. Okay. And you know, I hope he continues working, and I hope that um maybe he directs an indie film and nails it. You know, just because I think I'm, I don't think a movie's very good, you know, doesn't mean I hate the people who made it. I love everyone yeah. involved in that movie. So, good luck, Mr. Kimberg. I hope you do better in the future. I'm rooting for you. But 355 was quite bad. (laughs) Hello, everyone. I'm Dalton Burdett. And I am exhausted. And we are the Movie Nights. Well, some of them. If you're watching this, it's because you want to hear our uncensored, unfiltered thoughts and opinions about the world of movies and entertainment news. So kick back. Relax. And thank you for being part of the conversation. We don't really have a lot of stories today. No. I mean, one story dropped before the show that I want to talk about on next week's show, if I remember to save it in the Google Drive. He won't. But, but um, today is a special one. We're going to do our top yes. 20 movies of the of 2021. Yes. It was top 10, but I made you do 20 because I couldn't limit it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't limit it to 10. I liked many movies. Either that or I was just super nice to movies this year because I've had a shit past two years and I just want to talk about things I enjoy. <laughs> It's been rough. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, we should have coordinated this before, but how do you want to do it? Do you want to do your full list, my full list, or do you want to go 2020, 1919? Uh, your call. What do you think? I say we do full lists. Full lists? Full lists. Okay. You go first. Oh, man. Yours is the more interesting. Mine's the more interesting? Mine's boring. That's fair. Well, so I guess we should... <laughs> Fuck you. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> Well, I guess we should preference pref- preface it by saying like kind of how we 
we we did our lists because our lists are very different and that's because you you grade your movies right you have yes. your you have your scale the a a plus a minus right so i'm assuming the way you did your list was you took all of the a pluses all the a minuses all the A's, all the B plus. Did you get to a B plus in this Not one? this year. Not this year. So you took all the A pluses, A minuses, I think, uh, there and There might have even been an A minus like I left out. Just whatever the, the, the 20 were. Yeah. The first 20 were. And then you ranked it by like, okay, well, of the A pluses, which one is my favorite A plus? That's yeah. two, right? Mm-hmm. Mine was just, did I like this movie? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did. So now <laughs> it's on the list. Here's the thing. I will say, that's how yes. I group them. Yeah. If there was ever a time where I was like, nah, I don't care. I like that movie more. I would do it. Yeah. I just, it hasn't happened yet. And I've been doing this since 2016. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, 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 no. I would. That's like, fair. Yeah. Like I thought about putting Malignant at like four. Yeah. <laughs> no. But I, you know, like I would. Wait for my list. <laughs> oh, Malignant. No, but is yeah, a great like, movie. like that. And, you know, I, I do take into account the technical, you know, the tac- technical factors with the writing good, mm-hmm. directing, the cinematography, the score. Like all that stuff too, mm-hmm. but I kind of base mine a lot off of just the emotional. Yeah. Like, did and, I have and, a good time and seeing? That's, yeah. And that's what movies are. They're yeah. emotional experiences. They are communal experiences. Yes. And but to you know, but to me, like, because I know, like, when you say like, oh, like you think about the director and the writing. Yes, but yeah. that that just factors into my enjoyment of a film. Yes. No. No. Like, no, no like, same that's here. Not, yeah. Like I don't look at my list and go, well, what had the best lighting in Act Three? I just yeah. like those things go into like me watching a movie thinking like, Oh wow, I'm really enjoying this. Like this is excellent. Mm-hmm. And it's has to do with those things. And you know, with story, with the experience, like I can only tell you the best theater experience I had this year was one of the best ex- movie experiences I had in my entire life with no way home. Tragedy and Macbeth. Oh yeah. <laughs> God. Um, yeah. So that's just kind of the, the difference in how we approached our list. Cause I feel like just the, the movies are very, we have some overlap, but yeah. they are very, very different. Yeah. yeah. We have so. some that are in the exact same place. We do. That was what's weird that, about it. It yeah. happens every year, too. Yeah. And I swear to God, we've never, ever coordinated lists. I don't ever. think I even told you my list no, yet. No, I think I told you the top five. Yeah. But, but like six ne- through 20. And it always happens. Yeah. Like a couple are the same. Yep. Which is insane. Mm-hmm. But yes, sir. Start right. with start with 20 and take us to one. All right. So am I doing like, do I do like a little like. You, you can briefly talk about why it. Why I sure. like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, why so not? why not? It's our show, right? Yeah, we do whatever the fuck we want. He said "our" pretty confidently there. He heard that. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. It is our show. Number twenty, <laughs> the local. <laughs> Way to drive it into my heart. <laughs> Way like, to drive it into mine. Like, okay, Dick, I was about to compliment your short film. <laughs> Which, by the way, the link to it to watch it on Apple TV for only two ninety nine. Is in the link below, but that's for American watchers only. If you want to watch it outside the U.S., go on Vimeo On Demand. I'll leave links to both. No one's going to watch it. <laughs> Coming in at number 20, we have In the Heights. Yes. Uh, directed by the guy who made Crazy Rich Asians. Correct. I don't remember his name because I didn't do... Oh, wait. John I'm, Chu. I'm on le- John Chu. I have my own letterboxed here as my, co- <laughs> as my co-host. Yes. Um, you, know, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a big musical guy. Mm-hmm. I, I, Great year for musicals, though. I do like... What if I'm movie musicals? Mm-hmm. I love La La Land. Oh, dude, one it, of my favorite. that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yes, yeah. Um, so I wasn't sure how because La La Land wasn't a play, like it wasn't mm-hmm. a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. So I, I was curious how a Broadway show to a movie would have translated for me. 
I loved it. I'll tell you what, I loved West Side Story. Well, that's just a remake of a movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, In the Heights was a lot of fun, a lot of, lot of color, bunch of Lin Manuel Miranda jump scares. <laughs> um, and you know, I just I went in like you know I'm gonna watch it. It's the mm-hmm. Thursday movie. Man, I saw it in Dolby. I had a great time. I was laughing. I, the songs were pretty good too. Yeah. So yeah, number twenty. I forgot to do my honorable mentions before that one. That's all right. Go ahead. Real quick, honorable mentions before the list. Um, Jared Leto in House of Gucci. <laughs> Not House of Gucci. Not House of Gucci. The movie just Jared Leto <laughs> in House of Gucci. Um, and another honorable mention is Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Highly recommend everyone watch that movie. I heard that was fun. It's hysterical. Give it a go. Anyway, 20, In the Heights. Number 19 was uh, Fear Street, 19, uh, which year? 1978, I was going to say four. 1978, which was part of the Fear Street trilogy that released uh, uh, three weeks apart on Netflix. Yes. One, one, one. I still need to watch them. Uh, so this was the, they were great. the middle entry, which takes place in the 70s, obviously. And it was just, you know what it was? It was just, it was a slasher, old school camp slasher movie. And it's just a good time. It was a good movie. Uh, that was, what, 18? Yeah. Coming in at 17, we have The Last Duel, directed by Ridley, Ridley Scott. Scott. Fuck you very much, Ridley Scott. <laughs> Dude, um, I want him and James Cameron, even though it'll never happen because of the drama with them, I want him and James Cameron to just sit with each other all the time just and talk. just chat. Um, I, you know, I thought it was a, an, an interesting movie. I... I wasn't a huge fan of how they they told the story mm-hmm. in terms of the three parts. Okay. But I get it. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I thought Jodie Comer was fantastic. I thought Adam Driver was fantastic. Ben Affleck was the best he's been in a while. Yeah. No, he's ben really Affleck good. was fantastic in that, and Matt Damon was there. Hey, we love Ben Affleck here. We love Ben Affleck here. We That's do. the thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just thought you know, it was a good movie. It made like three dollars at the box office. Oh yeah, it was. It didn't it, do well. that was a bomb. Yeah, um, but worth checking out. Yeah, I, I liked it. I have to do math because I'm like scrolling. That was seventeen. <laughs> number, number sixteen, we have Cruella. Cruella was great, dude. Don't that was laugh. a great movie. That movie fucking rules. <laughs> there were so many good needle drops. There, there was two. I don't mean to interrupt you, yeah, but yeah, there yeah, were good. two movies on my list that were. Pleasant surprises. And yeah, Corella is one of them. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, my only thing is they wasted Mark Strong. It felt like I love Mark Strong. Yeah, but um, other than that, Emma Stone, fantastic. I know they are uh, the the two friends. Yeah, Paul Walter Hauser mm-hmm. and uh, the guy from yesterday. I don't yeah. remember his name. Off Me the neither. Top of my head. Uh, they were fantastic as the two like dumb henchmen friends, mm-hmm. whatever be it. And yeah, the movie just. It worked. It worked on every level. And I'm excited at the possibility of a sequel, which I believe is in development or confirmed. I don't remember which. Something like that. I know that they're thinking about it. Yeah. I think she might have signed on already. I think it is happening. We probably reported on it. I don't remember. I don't remember. (laughs) Lots of stories come through here. Number 16, another pleasant surprise, which shouldn't have been a pleasant surprise. Nobody. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you look at that and you go, this is going to be bad, but also, like, why the fuck would you think it's bad? Yeah. It's, it's so good. Saul Goodman as an action yeah. star. It's so good. It was so, it was, it was a fun time. Yeah. Any movie that gives me Doc Brown with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude, that was the best part of the movie. Like, 
I never thought I'd see Bob Odenkirk as an action star. Yeah. I'd watch him in another action movie. I would too. So yeah, that was uh that was a pleasant surprise. Uh number fifteen was Free Guy, because Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Also, that movie That was my other pleasant surprise. Was it yeah? Because yeah. you watch it and you're like then you watch the trailers, you're like, I don't know if this is gonna work. Mm-hmm. And man, it did. It, it was a really good story too. Yeah. Uh Taika Waititi was great because mm-hmm. he's Taika Waititi. Yeah, he's always great. Ryan Reynolds was good. Um The friend from Little Lil Ray Howry. Is that his name? Mm, I think so. Yeah, he was the cop friend. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was he was good. I I I was always worried there for a bit that they were gonna try to make him the next Kevin Hart, mm. where he's just gonna show up and be loud and mm-hmm. like, just kind of how Kevin Hart was when he first started out. But yeah, like, they gave him some emotional yeah. scenes yeah, in the he, movie. And he added to the movie. Yeah, like he, he added. Yeah. He wasn't just mm-hmm. like like, if anyone else was playing that character, they would have had to play it differently. Yeah, like it was like written for him. It yes, felt like it did. Uh, that was number fifteen. Number fourteen, we have. Luca, okay, very good movie. That one, I, I, I didn't know how I would feel about the animation style because kind of almost looked like claymation. Okay, but it was really good. Um, taught me a new pasta dish. I made that. It was really good. Oh, yeah, in the movie. Uh, the dad is an angel. He's so nice. He has one arm. Oh, um, and yeah, the movie's just it's good. It's fun. It's heartwarming, and it was enjoyable. Nice. What was that? I'm really bad at math. 13 is Army of Thieves. The prequel oh, yes. To I still, I still haven't watched Dead. it. That's the uh, prequel to Army of the Dead. Yes. Really good. I like it more than Army of the Dead. Uh, it's directed by the guy who played Dieter. Yeah. And starring Dieter. Yeah. And it's just a good heist movie. Good. It, it's... Yeah. I'm all about the army universe. And, and he's so funny as the character, mm-hmm. and it's the same character. And there's a lot of backstory to him, which really adds to his character, if you were to rewatch Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has one of the funniest... Like, you know when a movie makes fun of something like how in Monty Python, the Holy grail when he's running and it's a joke on editing. Yes. Yes. There's a joke like that about like spy movies. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> I can't wait. I was like crying laughing. It's the best <laughs> sequence in the film too. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm excited. I hope that things that happen in the army universe are as good as this one. Cause this was uh, very good. Yeah. All right. Coming in at number 12. We have No Time to Die. I like James Bond. <laughs> I saw all the Daniel Craig movies a week before we saw this because yes. I had been trying to watch them in order, even though you don't have to, but that's mm-hmm. just how I am as a person. <laughs> for example, we've been watching Scream and prepped for Scream 5. Watching Scream 4 tonight. Watching Scream 4 tonight. Uh, the group decided to skip 3. Uh, I had never seen three or four. It was my call. It was Dalton's call to skip three. I went I didn't home and put him through it. I went home and still watched it because I was worried that I'd miss something in five. And even though there's no way they're going to reference it, oh, it's bad. No, it was the right <laughs> choice, but that's just how I am. Yeah. So I was trying to watch all the Bonds, and then I was lazy. So then I had to speed run through the Daniel Craig movies. What a fitting end to the character! Like that was just a good conclusion movie. I was shocked. There were a lot of swings, a couple misses. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a big fan of, of Rami Malek's villain. Okay. But overall, I thought they 
great way to end his run as Bond. Yeah. I'm trying not to add too much because I because you have things on your list. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's gonna be the same with yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number eleven is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Nice. Um. We got it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah, we did. I just had to fucking. It's on there because I had. We got it. Yeah. The fact that we got it and the fact that it was great. It was so great. It was so good. It was so great. Listen, any if I didn't have, because I didn't want to have like half of my top ten be comic book movies. Dude, man, I struggled. No, I know because they were good this year. <laughs> yeah, they were really good this year. And I looked at it and I I realized I liked the comic movies that are in my top ten more, but like anything that gives me more Batfleck, you gotta love it. So yeah. And that, so, do you want to like? Do you want to do your yeah, twenty through ten? You thinking or through eleven? Yeah, and then that's we'll a, that's, do that's, our... that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Then we'll do top tens. I like it. So, quick disclaimer: I wrote down a bunch of movies I didn't get to see, so you can't expect them to see them on my list. I tried really hard to make it through as many movies as I could before you know. Is your number one Titan? <laughs> Spoiler alert: No, not even in your top twenty. If, you coward. If it was if number one, if my number one was Titan and you just said that I would edit it out so fast. But anyway, I did not see Annette, Being the Ricardos, King Richard, Mitchell's versus the Machines, Come On, Come On, Stillwater, Encanto, and Mass. I didn't see those. I also didn't see the Fair Street trilogy. So you won't find those on my list. You can't watch every movie. But I, I got I I think I got into the seventies this year, mm-hmm. which is okay. I usually hit eighty five, almost ninety. I still haven't made it to 100 in a year I gotta yet. look on Letterboxd, because I know you can sort by year. Yeah. Because that's how I was doing this, but I didn't yeah. look. Because, like, also there's some short films, and, yeah. like, yeah. I don't, those don't. Yeah, I just look at the list whenever I bring my tickets yeah. home. But, uh, but anyway, first off, honorable mentions. Yes. In no particular order. Antlers. I told everyone on this channel that I'd review it, and I never did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a pretty good horror movie. I, it does have some flaws, but Jesse Plemons was great. The story was great. And it had a really creepy atmosphere, and that's what I like in my horror films. And I actually recommend Antlers because nobody saw it. And I enjoyed it very well. Very well. I enjoyed it very much so. Very that's, much. Yeah. <laughs> Me like movie good. I liked it well much. Yes. Uh, also, The King's Man because I I really liked it. King's Man was solid. I really liked King's it. King's Man and, was like, solid. It didn't, like, it's not doing well box office-wise. No one, like, the critics didn't like the movie. I'm like, you know what? I liked it. I, I just want to go home and watch Kingsman. I just want to go home and watch Kingsman. The whole Rasputin sequence. It's one of the best in the whole series. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I just wish that the movie kept that momentum. Yeah. Through the I, I agree. That's my and, only like. And anything Matthew Vaughn makes, I'm there. Oh, yeah. In an instant. Yeah. In yeah. an instant. Um, another honorable mention was Pig. Mm. Really liked Pig. Pig didn't make your 20. Huh? Didn't make the 20. Mm. But it was, it was a really good movie, and That's I recommend right. yeah. people watch it. Yeah. Uh, also, my honorable mentions, Tick, Tick, Boom. Mm-hmm. Hannah is pissed that this is not in my top 20. I'm shocked, yeah. Here's the thing. Really like the movie. Like, when I tell you this why we had to do 20. Yeah. Like, I really like the movie. I don't love it as... I've seen some people say it's like, oh my god, it's the best fucking thing since sliced bread. I disagree. I think Andrew Garfield is that good mm-hmm. in the movie. But I think that there are some things about the movie that you can tell... While well, Lin-Manuel Miranda is one of the most talented people on this planet Earth... It's his first time directing a movie, and there are some sequences where you can tell. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I'll never make anything that good, 
but still from someone who avidly consumes film and studies yeah. film, I notice some things where I'm like, mm, that's kind of a, you know. Interesting choice, yeah. Yeah. So, Tick, Tick, Boom, honorable mention. Um, my last honorable mention is In the Heights. Mm-hmm. It's my only A- minus that didn't make the top 20. But uh, something else that I want to add before I really get into my top 20 is um, 2021 was a weird year because from January to March, those films counted as 2020 films yeah. at the Oscars. And so I've, I thought about, like, should I just be a purist and put them in my top 20? But then I looked and there were only two. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give them their own slots. Yeah. But they deserve to be talked about because one, I gave an A+. plus. Like, one would be in my top of the year, and the other one I gave an A. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I have to. So I'm going to give them their own separate section. The best movies from January to March <laughs> are these two. And that Judas and the Black Messiah, okay. which I thought was an excellent movie. I didn't know the story. Mm-hmm was really fascinated by it and I thought the performances and the editing I know that like that might sound like a weird thing that movie was edited fucking so well <laughs> and it really helped the story and I really look forward to seeing that director I think um, Shaka King directed it if I'm not wrong I don't I never see it and I'm really looking forward to s- seeing more stuff from him um also and the thing the movie that I give an A plus that honestly is one of my favorite movies of the year like and this is a movie that did not Critically was not critically well received. I love this movie. Mm. It's called Malcolm and Marie with John David Washington mm, and Zendaya. Did you ever watch it? No. Dude, blew me away. Yeah, good. I think it's fantastic. Like Hannah and I, we, it was a Netflix movie, but fortunately we got to see it in the theater because mm-hmm. for a while Cinemark would make deals with Netflix movies. Like they play Don't Look Up There and okay. Ar- Army yeah, of the yeah. Dead, which I got to see Army of the Dead and Malcolm and Marie in theaters. That's cool, yeah. So I went, we were the only two there. We were in the whole movie. Like, we were sucked into it. And we're the only two in this fucking theater. Really? And by the end, we looked at each other. We were like, that was so fucking good. We get out. We look at our phones. 50 on Rotten Tomatoes. We were like... The heck? Like, there, you know, sometimes that happens, though. Yeah. But, like, genuinely, I think it's a fantastic movie. I never watched Euphoria, but I'm pretty sure the guy who made it is the guy who does Euphoria. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Ben, That's dude, Zendaya's show, I, right? When yeah, she has the Golden, yeah, Golden yeah. Globe? Emmy? Yeah. Something. Emmy, Emmy, I think, yeah. I highly recommend that movie. Yeah. It's, I, it is a one-location movie, yeah. and it's two people talking the whole movie. Uh, but Ky- I, Kyler said he really liked it, too. I, so I loved it. Both of your recommendations, I'm sure I'll, I'll so, like it. So, yes. So, can, anyway. Can, before you get to your 20, can I, yes. I, just, I just thought of a movie. Can I can I throw it in for an honorable, dim, honorable mention? Only in, because baby. you'll back me up on it. All right. Wrath of Man. It was this close to being an honorable mention. Yeah, I'm gonna take the plunge. It was a B plus movie. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Wrath of Man, Guy Ritchie, Jason Statham. Yeah. Here, here's the thing about Wrath of Man. Really quick. The first half of the movie, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. (laughs) And then you meet the robbers, yeah, and you get to know their group, and that builds up into the third act. And about halfway through the movie, I was like, "Holy fuck, I'm in this movie." Yeah. And it fucking nails the ending. Oh yeah. Nails it. Yeah. Yeah, I like Wrath of Man. If you like Guy Ritchie, yeah. watch it. Yeah. Aunt Shannon. My aunt loves Guy Ritchie. Aunt, uh, Shannon, Kyle, Ashton, uh, Caitlin, and Victoria. I don't know why I blanked on the names there. They're my family. They're coming in February. I'll see you soon. But uh, they love Guy Ritchie, or mm-hmm. at least some of them do. So I just named all of them. But yes, Wrath of Man. Watch it. They, you know why? I'll always respect them other than like their family or whatever. They went to go see King Arthur based off my recommendation. Oh and hell they, yeah! And they loved it because King Arthur's that great. That movie fucking rules. And Fuck no everything. One likes it. King Arthur's my number one for the year. <laughs> I 
I don't care. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, right, let's get back on All right, track. moving on to my top 20. All right, number 20, The Last Duel, which was also on your list. Yeah, that was up. Yeah. The Ridley up, Scott yeah. film. Um, I actually, I liked the way the story was told. I know that you said that was one of your mm-hmm. downs. Yeah. One of my downs was uh, it does have pacing issues. Mm-hmm. And they're not just, they're kind of adamant. And, you know, some of it is, since it's told from different perspectives, they change the script based off of whose perspective it's from. Yeah. Which I think is really smart, but it also can get annoying sometimes. But, you know, the third act with it being told from Jodie Comer's perspective, who kills it in the movie. Oh, yeah, fantastic. And here's the thing. Going into the end of the movie, I was like, I'm really worried that the duel is going to be a letdown. And it wasn't. It was fucking awesome. The action, the war scenes in the movie? incredible yeah so last duel gets number 20 yeah number 19 cruella i fucking love cruella dude it was so good it was so good it was so good it was such a surprisingly good movie yeah and we we talked ad nauseum about it craig gillespie craig gillespie who did i tanya yes he's good yes he is he's doing the 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 pam and tommy show right is he I think, or he's a producer i don't know i think think he's an executive producer i'm watching the shit out of that oh yeah yeah oh yeah uh, number 18, No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was the third best Daniel Craig, James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Really good movie. I think the best final Bond movie of any of them. Yeah, because with the old ones, it kind of felt like they didn't know that they were yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Like It was kind of like they just went, all right, you're done now. And something I like about the Daniel Craig era as a whole is just how they tied the movies together, which Bond normally doesn't do. Yes. I enjoyed that. Uh, number 17, uh, Nightmare Alley, the new Guillermo del Toro mm-hmm. film. I didn't see that. Um, it's very long, and I think that's part of its de- its detriment, is that you could easily, sh- to me, shave like 20 minutes off of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Guillermo del Toro is the man, dude. Like, his visual storytelling, his set the set designs in all of his film. Um, Bradley Cooper's fantastic in it. Cate Blanchett's fantastic. All the performances are great. And just the way that that story is about self-destruction. And when you figure out that the movie is about self-destruction, and you know I love self-destruction movies because I'm the only fucker in our group that liked Annihilation. And that movie is all about self-destruction. Disgusting. <laughs> I love that movie. But um, this movie is about self-destruction, and it's kind of a a tragedy in that way. Mm-hmm. And when you realize that and you see it play out, it's really cool and very well done to see. Okay. And I'll I have to check that out. I like Jeremy yeah. Del Toro. So. Oh, yeah. He's the shit. And Bradley Cooper's. Yes. Number 16, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Nice. I have a feeling you'll talk about that later, so I'm mm-hmm. going gonna, gonna to hold off on it. Fair. Yeah. It's uh, it's good, though. I enjoyed it. Oh, that was a great theater experience, too. That was a good one. It yeah. was really good. Uh, number 15, The Night House. Night House? I forgot about I forgot Dude, about The Night House. I... You and I were the only ones. fucking loved that movie. Yeah. It was a great horror film. Yes. Excellent horror film. Yes. And Rebecca Hall fucking killed it in the role. She's amazing. She directed a movie this year that I still haven't seen called Passing. I haven't seen that either. Mm-hmm. I heard it's good, though. But, dude. Dude. I liked the part. Watch The Night House, everybody. It's so good. Kyler yes. didn't enjoy the ending of the film, but, you know, shocker. Kyler and I disagreed on a movie. But uh, <laughs> What? But he was in it the whole time. He did like it up until the end. Yeah. But um, I enjoyed the ending. I-, I thought that it was not only a very well-crafted film. I thought that it, the underlying themes and the you know story and plot are not the same. And I enjoyed both. Mm-hmm. And w- couple that with a great lead performance and great direction. Nighthouse, amazing horror film. 
I thought it was a better Invisible Man than Invisible Man, but that's a story for another time. <sighs> I forgot you don't like the Invisible Man. I, I didn't forget. It haunts me every night. Uh, number 14, Free Guy. Dude, such a pleasant surprise. <laughs> Loved Free yeah. Guy. Such a good film. Um, it really was not only a surprise, but you know, it, it was deeper than I expected it to be. You know, yeah. It was about you know who in their life has felt like a background character. Everyone. And, you know, op- opening up that story and, you know, having the the love story from beginning to end that kind of bookends the movie, I thought worked well. And that mm-hmm. could have been something that was awkward. Yeah, that could have been like the weird segments yeah, of the movie. But, yeah, but it worked really well. I, and it's fun as shit. I yeah. highly recommend Free Guy to those who have been put off by the trailers. Number 13, nobody. Fucking awesome. Dude, I knew the moment we were going to love, like I was going to love the movie was that bus fight. Oh, yeah. Because here's the thing. I'm a slut for good action choreography. If you've watched my movies, you know this because my choreography fucking rules. I'll give myself that. <laughs> but uh, in Nobody, dude, that bus fight. But even before the fight, when he just walks on the bus and goes, I'm going to fuck you up. I was like, <laughs> yes. So thank you, I'm, Saul Goodman. Thank, thank you, Bob it's Odenkirk. It's all good, man. Yes. Remember when he almost died this year? I know, dude. Don't even fucking talk horrifying. about that. That was horrible. I God. I'm so glad he's okay. Um, Number 12. Eternals. I really liked Eternals. I know that I'm one of the only ones in our group that really enjoyed the movie. I didn't hate it. Yeah, Hannah fell asleep. She didn't even fucking watch it. Um, Kyler, you gonna make her rewatch it? On Kyler Disney? didn't hate it either, from what I recall. I, I wasn't at that 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 showing, so I, right. I'm not. From what I recall, Kyler yeah. didn't like it, or he didn't hate it, but he didn't love it. Mauricio thought it was okay. You Sam fucking hated it. <laughs> Sam did not like I it. I believe that. And it was funny. No, no, dude, she had some good jokes. She was roasting it pretty good. <laughs> but I mean, even other friends I called, like I called Victoria. Yeah. She didn't like it at all. So it's just like, damn, like it really split people. I thoroughly loved Eternals. Mm-hmm. I thought that its themes about um, religion, just mm-hmm. growing up religious, like uh, some mild spoiler, but when you like when she, when they defy Erosham, I was like, I felt the stakes of that. I was like, oh shit. Like yeah. I was. You can't really, do that. Yeah. Yeah. I was really, really, really loud. Yeah. Yeah. I was really involved in it and it's not perfect. It has some flaws, but overall, for what they were trying to achieve and everything that movie had to do, I think it nailed ninety percent of it. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch it when it comes to Disney Plus. Two soon. days, two days, just because I want to give it another watch. Cause that that movie is something you can't just watch once. Again. Yeah, and like, so maybe I'll be different. But as of right now, I'm like, it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Number eleven, West Side Story. It was a great year for musicals. The and man. That was my favorite one, dude. Spielberg, fucking killed West Side Story. Mm-hmm. I think it's better than the original one. Yeah. And it's... I think the worst part of the movie is Andrew Elgort's performance. And he's not that bad in it. Yeah. You know? Like, I, I, he was fine. Yeah. Like, all controversy aside, he's a good actor. And he was eh in the movie. Mm-hmm. But even if that's the weakest part of the movie, you know you got a great movie. Now, this does have the same problems that the original West Side Story had. And, and, and just that, like, the end of the movie is fucking stupid. I fucking hate how this movie ends. Oh yeah, just the split, like the story of what that that's. I have that problem with the original movie too. I hate how the movie ends. It's so dumb. It's very Romeo and Juliet, like fucking, you know, just cheesy, stupid. But you know, it was helmed beautifully. Like there are some moments in this movie that you could show to a film class and be like, "This is how you direct scene." By the way, Mm -hmm. like watch the fucking master work. And you know, anytime Spielberg makes a movie, you got to go rush out and see it because. He's maybe got 10 left, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, I want to catch all these in theaters while I can. You know, no one saw it except for us, but we got to see it in Dolby, so 
Yeah. It was cool. So that's really funny. didn't do really bad. Real bad. Wow. But yeah, but that's that's twenty through eleven for me. All right. Now we're into my how do you want do you want me to do ten through one or do you want to kind of go bounce back and forth? How do you want to uh, ten to five and then ten to five, five to one, five to one. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So coming at number ten, I have the Mitchells versus the Machines. I wish I'd seen it, dude. It, dude I, I didn't see any animated movie really this year. Dude, that movie's fantastic. I know, and I've heard it was made for me. Like I've heard that I specifically would love it. You would love it. I've watched it probably three times. Damn it! I really and I love it's like yeah. It's a laugh a minute, which is so hard to do. Yeah, especially when you're making an animated movie, which is geared toward kids, and I'm laughing. Granted, mm-hmm. I'm a kid, but um. <laughs> We're, we're, we're fine. It's just, it's so weird and different and has so much heart to it. It's just, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, number nine, I have Ghostbusters Afterlife. Nice. Go ahead. Th- that's in my top 10. I Listen, Ghostbusters is like one of my favorite comedies, let alone just one of my favorite movies. If mm-hmm. on my letterbox, it's in my top four, the profile you get to pick. Yeah. Uh, I love that movie. And. Uh, you know, I love the second one for what it's worth, just because to love the Ghostbusters, you know, the female one disappointed me. It That's not terrible, though. It's fine. Yeah. I get it. If it wasn't Ghostbusters, it's a great movie. Yeah. That's a great comedy movie if it, Ghostbusters never happened. Mm-hmm. And Ghostbusters Afterlife just... I cried. I cried. <laughs> <laughs> it it's so emotional and it's just so wonderfully done and you can tell well one it's the original director's son and yeah, you can and, just and tell like the heart and the family and the care because these are characters that he cares about mm-hmm. that he probably walked family. around on set when he was a kid and exactly watched. and here's the thing he's a great filmmaker yeah like let alone the son of the director yeah he's on his own an excellent yeah. filmmaker mm-hmm. and to have the original cast return and try oh, Bill Murray kind of showed up, but yeah. he, he gave a good performance. Yeah, for what yeah he did. And, and I was watching that movie, and they got to the point at the end, which was a huge fucking swing, what they did. Yeah. That was something that could have just, that could have ruined the movie. Yeah. If you didn't have the audience's heart. And they fucking knocked it out of the park. Yeah, they did. My jaw was on the floor. I was crying. I was like, they fucking went for it and they did it. Mm -hmm. And the balls to do it. Yeah. And uh, what's the actress name? Is it Mackenzie? Mackenzie? McKenna Grace. McKenna Grace. Fantastic. Nailed it. I will watch anything she does. Yeah. And she's been great for years. Oh, yeah. She's been acting since she was a kid kid. And she's been great all that time. She's young Carol Danvers, I believe. I think so, and she's she, I'm sure Marvel's regretting that. She's she's young. Um, I Tanya. She yeah. is in a movie called Gifted with Chris Evans. That is fantastic. I thought that was good. Yeah, she's great in it. But yeah, I'm sure after Ghostbuster Afterlife, Kevin Feige was like, "Shit, yeah. we got to put her in the Marvels." <laughs> yeah, young Carol's playing a big role. We're not losing her. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, just great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that was nine. Number eight, I have Tick, Tick, Boom. I know that was in your honorable mention. It's a, it's a good movie. Yeah, I, I liked it. I, you know, I, I obviously don't have a sharp of an eye for directorial things as you. But for a first movie directing like that. Oh, it's fantastic. Like, it's, I thought it's really good. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. And Andrew Garfield just dude, knocks I, it knocks out, of the, out park. of the park, dude. Yeah. Like, it's on here just solely for him. Mm-hmm. Um. And it just all around, I, I, I enjoyed it. I was captivated by the story. I found it interesting and in that 
I looked up more about Jonathan Larson because mm-hmm. of that movie, yeah. which I'm sure is what the point of the movie yeah. was. Yeah. And just letting you know, just because you, quote, don't have a directorial eye as much as I do, it doesn't devalue your opinion in any way, sir. All <laughs> film is subjective. So say, have you seen Vinny and Vincent? <laughs> <laughs> Scroll on don't. the channel, you guys. Don't. Scroll all the way down to you find Vinny and Vincent and watch it. It's fucking fantastic. Um, number seven... Which I'm honestly shocked you didn't even give this one an honorable mention. Malignant. Dude, Malignant. The great. honorable mention is us talking about it every goddamn show. Yeah. I re- I love the movie. It just that, didn't make the list. I you know, I I thought about Malignant long and hard f- about this list. <laughs> and I I had such a good time watching it with you and Anthony. Oh my god. Just from a, a that, was, that was another great theater experience. It, it was year. a theater experience. I had no idea what I was getting going into the movie. There were a lot of swings mm-hmm. again. J- James Wan. It's James. It's James Wan, yeah. and just my the entire third act, my jaw was on the floor. I was in disbelief of what I was <laughs> we watching. Were, we were laugh cheering. It was, and it, it it's one of those things. And I've said this ad nauseum. If the opening scene tells you the tone of that movie, it, it tells you exactly what and, the movie. And if be. you are immediately not into the movie, you won't the whole time. <laughs> They lost you there, <laughs> yeah. which is fair on them. Yeah, yeah. Because it was... They, they let you know right away. It was not initially intended for day and date. Yeah. But I could have seen them being like HBO Max movie mm-hmm. and James Wan be like, I don't want them to watch it if they're not going to like it. They can watch that opening scene and go, this is going to be ass and turn it off. Yeah. But those that stay. Man, they did get a treat. They're in for a treat. And it caused so much discourse between the group that I felt like yes, it needed it was so to be fun. talked about. Yeah. And I, I, I have the poster. And yeah. it, w- next Halloween, when I do my Halloween theme, it's... It's up there. It's up there, yeah. Uh, number six, I have The Suicide Squad. Nice. I loved it. Yeah. That that movie was... You may or may not see it pop up on mine. Yeah. Uh, James Wan knocked out of the park. Totally different tonally and just everything from the first movie. If you hated Suicide Squad, do not bring that into this movie. Yeah. Because there are some characters that cross over, but... It's only the ones who were really great in the original one. And King Shark is one of the best. No, nay. Weasel. <laughs> Weasel is the greatest creation. I loved how much Catherine loved King Shark. And Catherine, yeah, our friend Catherine, she mm-hmm. absolutely loved King Shark. He was, and what they did with King Shark was oh, yeah. fantastic because yeah. they could have taken that character so many. Yeah, they could have ruined it. Different routes. It. And James Gunn knew exactly what to do and who to cast. Yep. Um, Idris Elba. I, I cared about all the characters. There was a fight scene to a Louis Prima song. Are you gonna fucking tell me that's not making the top ten? <laughs> Are you kidding me? And and and, and, and I and I stand by it. I was so that movie. I was looking so forward to Weasel. <laughs> Just everything, everything about Weasel. And you know, I go in and I'm like, okay, Weasel's obviously eating it first. Mm-hmm. Weasel's definitely the first one to die. But I was just expecting some feral, like, dis- I'm like, but he's going to rip someone to fucking shreds. <laughs> and I had that in my mind. And then what happens to Weasel happens. And I was in tears laughing. That's so funny. It's better. Th- and, and that's why I didn't write this movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't do something that good. So, yeah, Suicide Squad number six. Also, the poster's amazing. It is. It is. It's right behind Dalton. Yes. I don't know if it's in frame. No, it's not. But. It's good. Yeah. It's a great poster. They had a couple great posters for that. See, that's really the only one I liked. 
I like the one that's diagonal and it's the uh, blue. in the rain. Yeah, I really like that one. But I, I, this is my favorite one though. Yeah, that one's good. Um, my top ten. Yes. Number ten, the Suicide Squad. <laughs> Fair. Um, really loved it. I thought James Gunn did a great job. We just yeah. talked about it. I agree with everything you said, but also I just want to say, hashtag release the air cut. Yeah. It deserves to be seen. Um, number nine, A Quiet Place Part Two. A mm. uh, Quiet Place Part One was my favorite movie of 2018. I think it's fantastic. The only problem A Quiet Place Part Two has is that it's not as good. And I, there's a, a parts in the second act that bother me, especially with the son, not mm-hmm. the actor, but just what they do with this character. I thought was a bit silly. Yeah. Everything else in the movie was strong. Killian Murphy was an amazing addition to the cast. John Kaczynski okay. killed it again as a director. Oh yeah. I want them to do more of those. I'd go back. Yeah. I'd go back. as many as they, it's like the Expendables movies. As many Quiet Place movies as they want to give me, my ass is in the seat opening night exactly. every time. Exactly. Exactly. Nice comparison to the Expendables. I know it's a weird grasp, but it's the <laughs> but closest I, thing I can think of. But I know what of. you mean. Like, you know what I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like I love those fr- the franchise of Quiet Place. Uh, yeah. Like, like if you just told me, like, oh, there's a new Expendables movie out, I'd be like, well, we're gonna go watch it tonight. <laughs> we're going right. Same, yeah. thing with, same thing with the Quiet Place. Yeah. Um, number eight, Spencer. I didn't see that. Fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. It. Uh, Kristen Stewart deserves all the hype she's getting for her playing Princess Diana. She's gonna get an Oscar nomination. Mm-hmm. I hope she wins. She's fantastic in the movie. But not only that, the movie is directed so fucking well. It was shot on 16-millimeter film, and it looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And it it's kind of like, you know how there's the typical run-of-the-mill biopic? Yeah. And then there's movies like I, Tanya, where it's like, okay, what they did was really interesting, and I think this is a fucking great movie. Yes. This movie is nothing like I, Tanya, but it is like it in the sense that it is not the run-of-the-mill biopic and what it tries to achieve, mm-hmm. and it does such a great fucking job. I was intrigued the whole time. They do a metaphorical thing with Anne Boleyn, who she constantly sees almost like the ghost of Anne Boleyn, who, mm-hmm. you know, was famously killed by yeah. one of the kings. And she, you know, with what happened to Diane, it's it's very telling and poignant. And I thought it was, it, dude, it's a great movie. Like, it is a fantastic movie. I will, I will give it a watch. I hope it gets a Best Picture nomination. Like, seriously. I really hope it does. Who made it? Anyone like? The guy who directed Jackie, but I don't remember his name. Oh, okay. He's got a thing for... Uh, yeah. He but, found his niche. Yeah, but I, I've never seen Jackie, but yeah. from what I've heard, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But Natalie Portman's really good. But he just figured his shit out for this one. Nailed it. Dude, it's great. Mm. The final scene. This might have my favorite ending of anything this year. The final scene is super fucking good. How it ends. Don't tell me. Unless I won't. No, no, I won't. I won't. But it's super good. Um, coming to number seven is Dune. Uh, I... My desert. <laughs> my Dune. My Iraqis. <laughs> My dune. I look. I've never read the book. Never seen the David Lynch movie. Yeah. All I had to say was Denis Villeneuve's making it, and I was there. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it ends very abruptly. It's clearly part of a bigger story. Did it bother me a little bit? Sure, but that—that's really the only complaint I had. Mm-hmm. You know, I was really caught up in the story, and it had a lot to accomplish and a lot to do. It was visually stunning. Hans Zimmer's score is awesome. He never disappoints. It's loud. Very loud. It's loud. It was like Blade That Runner was a good Dolby. Yes. Denny Villain who likes a loud movie. Yes. And that's, we love Kyler volume here. And <laughs> I, I was all about it. Yeah. Um, I thoroughly love Dune. I know that some people in the group didn't like it. And I just know people in general who don't like it. 
thought it was a fantastic movie. I thought it was fine. Like I didn't yeah. hate it. I I got like I, I'm invested enough to go back for a sequel, but mm-hmm. it didn't make my top. But I think 20. like Lord of the Rings, it's going to be that thing where when all the Dune movies are made, oh yeah, you, you have to watch all of them. Yeah, you know like, what I mean, like you can't just watch. Like one if of you them. saw the first Lord of the Rings and we're like, what? And they were like, all right, <laughs> now wait two years for the next one. You'd be like, yeah. fuck you, no. <laughs> Yeah, but a lot of people in our generation just got to binge them. I, I think yeah. I saw Return of the King in theaters. Yeah, no, I, I binged I them for I the first time last year. I'd never seen them. Yeah, true. I, yeah. yeah, I remember that. So, yes, um, number six, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Ooh. Uh, look, one, the movie exists, like you said. Yeah. We never thought we'd get it. And like, I love alternate movie history. Like, I'm thinking about making a show for the channel called Alternate Movie History, where we just dive into a movie that almost happened. Mm-hmm. We got to see one. We got to see alternate movie history. Yeah. And, like, it's not only that. The movie's fucking fantastic, dude. Yes. Like, it's four hours. It didn't bother me at all. Like... I rewatched it the other day. The whole movie, right? I sat down and watched the whole bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, watched the like, whole thing. It's a, it's a great movie. I started and I went, holy shit, it's over. Oh, yeah. fuck, it's yeah. late. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, it's one of those things where, like, I really like Man of Steel. I yeah. like the ultimate ver- ultimate edition of Batman v Superman. <laughs> And when I go back and watch them now, and I know that this is how the story was supposed to end, I like him even fucking more. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, they were given parameters to do a universe in three movies, essentially. I mean, you had Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad, but essentially three movies. Yeah. And they fucking nailed it. And, like, the finale kills it. Dude, the Flash sequence, I won't spoil it, in this film, it's one of the best superhero moments I've ever fucking seen. It, it's awesome. It made me excited for the Flash movie. Unless they're gonna just yeah, unless those rumors are true. But but yeah, yeah, no, thoroughly love Zack Snyder's Justice League. From Dune on, by the way, on my list, each movie you're about to hear was number one at one point. Really? That's how difficult this top like seven. Even was. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. Oh wow. Like I tested it out to see how it looked. Yeah. But I think about these ne- like from Dune on all the same. Yeah. So it was really difficult to. Anyway, top five. Top five. Um, number five, I have Pig. I know that was your honorable mention. I loved that movie. Yeah. That, all right, we all know I'm biased. I love my man Nick Cage. Yes. Dude, he's fantastic in the movie. But he's genuine, like, this is genuinely a fantastic movie, Mm -hmm. and Nick Cage gave a incredible performance. Not Nick Cage-ian at all. Yeah, no. Very quiet, very reserved. And it's... The movie starts off and you think it's going to be one thing and then you slowly start to see what the movie's actually about and it really makes it a lot more impactful. Mm-hmm. And I I was captivated start to finish. Yeah, it's and great, I, it's I wasn't a, expecting to be. It is a great drama. Yeah. And it's about mourning and loss and yeah. it's super good. Yeah. yeah. And I hope Nick Cage gets an Oscar nomination. Just as a fuck you, I still it's can. Shot, shot in the dark, I hope he does too. Yeah. I hope he gets one for Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Nick Cage is Nick Cage. That's going to be so good. As an Oscar getting for playing himself. Yes. Um, Number four, I have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Nice. Uh, Marvel said they were making a kung fu movie, and I said, no, you're not. And then guess what they did? And guess what they did? (laughs) They made a kung fu movie. (laughs) And they fucking nailed it. Yeah, they did. Everything about that movie was so good. Mm -hmm. Uh, The acting, Simu Liu incredible i can't wait to see him again i hope it's sooner rather than later me too hopefully dr strange but i don't think so yeah we'll see potential Mm -hmm. um the 
the villain was fantastic, the real Mandarin. Yes. Uh, they brought back Ben Kingsley. Yes. Who was probably the best one in the movie. Yes, I agree. I want more. T- I want a spinoff of just him doing shit. <laughs> Trevor Slattery. Yeah. Um, Morris. And, Morris, it's a trick. And dead. the action was fantastic. Yes, Great was. action choreography. Rest in peace, Brad Allen. And yeah, no, I just really liked it. Yeah. Uh, number three, I have Last Night in Soho. Love my man Edgar Wright. Yes, we do. Uh, mirrors freak me out in movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't been terrified. I don't understand how they work. <laughs> Where's the camera? <laughs> Is it under the sauce? <laughs> Is it under the sauce? You show me a mirror scene in a movie, I'm freaking out. <laughs> do you know what one gets me every time? I think it's John Wick three when you see him walking toward the camera and then yeah. it opens. I think it's two, and he's walking forward still. Well, it might be three. It freaks me out every time. It doesn't yeah, make sense. I think it is three. If I sit and think about a mirror scene for too long, I'll get frustrated. Last night in Soho ever, was all mirrors. You ever see the mirror scene in the movie? Uh, yes, I don't like it. I know exactly the one you're talking about. The one from Contact. Yeah. Robert Zemeckis movie. I don't like it. It's good. Um, And uh, great performances by Thomas and McKenzie from Anya Taylor-Joy. Matt Smith. Yes, our I boy. I love Matt Smith. Yes. And he did a great job. And I really liked the movie. I've I seen a lot of flack about it online. Fuck um, what? Fuck him. <laughs> I, I liked it. It was I good. Yeah. I think you'll find that I enjoyed it as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, number two, I have Coda, which came from Dalton's recommendation. Um, I gave it a watch. I only cried like three times. <laughs> Same, dude. I saw uh, <laughs> Fantastic movie. Great characters. Great performance. Um, I'm speaking briefly of it because I'm sure... We'll talk more in depth on it in a minute. Yep. And my number one movie of the uh, year, if no one could have guessed it by now since it hasn't made this list yet, is Spider-Man No Way Home. Fair. <laughs> Don't know a lot of my mental health was riding on that movie being good. <laughs> yeah. It was game over there. That movie was bad. Ugh. Then they put the Doctor Strange and it was like, shit, I got to wait for that now. <laughs> Sam Raimi, baby. He's Sam Raimi. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Phenomenal, dude. Easy top five Marvel. For me. I One of the greatest movie-going experiences of my life. That was such a good night, and we were in a theater we had never been to. Mm-hmm. So I was very nervous about all that. We went to, like, fucking an 11 o'clock 11 show. show on a Thursday That bitch night. started at 11.30, and I was wide awake the whole time. Jaw on the floor. People cl- clapping, clapping cheering, screaming, screaming, yelling, laughing, crying. Incredible. I don't know when I'll ever have an experience like that again in a mm-hmm. movie. And it was fantastic. And it, because of all of that, it is my number one movie of the year. Solid choices. Yes. Solid choices. My top five. Number five, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh. Everything you said. Yep. Yes. Yep. The... uh I, when I saw nobody, I was like, "There's not going to be a better fight scene on a bus," and I was wrong. Which is that crazy. one had two buses. <laughs> it had two buses. Um, number four was the movie Belfast, directed by Kenneth Branagh. Mm-hmm. It's loosely loosely based on his life in uh, Belfast, Ireland, trying to leave. Dude, it's fantastic. The cinematography is great. Um, Kenneth Branagh knocks it out of the park directorially. The main kid—I don't know the kid's name—demolishes it. He's fucking incredible. Hmm. Syrian Hines. I hope he gets an Oscar nomination. Is is the kid, the young kid, supposed to be Kenneth Braun? Yeah. In a sense? Okay. 
Yeah, but like, his, his his name isn't like Kenneth or anything. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't yeah. sure maybe he was the dad or something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. No, he's supposed to be okay, the kid. yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamie Dornan plays the dad. Incredible. The actress whose name is Leaving Me, which I feel bad about, uh, who plays his mother. So good. I think she will for sure get an Oscar nomination. Who plays... Uh, Judy, uh, Judy Dench plays his grandma. Kytriona Balfe? Yeah. Amazing. And it... Okay, I probably butchered that name. That's all right. So I apologize. And uh, yeah, dude, it's, it's a fantastic movie and she, she was great and it... The, the, it it does a, it does a few things that just spoke to me like on that level because the kid he's Kenneth Branagh like he mm-hmm. loves going to the movies and he loves art yeah and during the riots and everything like he just wants to go like to the movies so it was like you know related to that a bit <laughs> and uh, also, <laughs> pandemic outside I just want yeah to go yeah see the yeah and uh, also um, just it just invited you into this this little neighborhood into this town and you felt like you were part of the family mm-hmm. and it's hard to do that directorially. Which I think Coda does as well. Yeah. And it was great. Um, number three was Spider-Man No Way Home. Psst. Like you said, one of the greatest movie-going experiences of my entire life. It was fantastic. We've spoken ad nauseum about that movie. Yep. It was amazing. Yes. Amazing. I sobbed like a bitch a couple times. Same. Speaking of sobbing like a bitch, my number two is Coda. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yep. You know, <laughs> you know exactly the scene I'm talking yep. about, too. The first time. Mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know, Coda is about a girl who, her whole family's deaf, but she can hear. She's the only one who can hear in her family, and she wants to be a singer, but she doesn't know if she's any good, because her family can't hear her. That's all I want you to know. It's on Apple TV. If you have Apple TV+, Plus, it's part of this yep. streaming service. Go watch it. Cry your eyes out. And cheer at the end. It's a fantastic movie. Directorially, mm-hmm. the performances. I hope that the dad gets an Oscar nomination, especially. He, he, he was, was the great. Best one, yeah. Really great film. Like, I wish I could have seen it in a theater because I feel like the theater would have clapped at the end yeah. of that movie for sure. Hands down. It was such a great film. You would have heard so much crying. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Like, I'm getting emotional thinking about the movie. It's yep. so, it's so, so good. And my number one, which people were surprised about, apparently, Last Night in Motherfucking Soho, dude. <laughs> Last Night in Soho. Fucking, I just, it was a movie I ate up every second. This is a guy who likes mirrors. Every. <laughs> 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 love me some mirrors I love me some Anya Taylor-Joy I love me some Thomas C. McKenzie some Matt Smith some uh, OG General Zod what's his name Terrence Stamp oh yeah Terrence Stamp love it love it love it and Edgar Wright amazing filmmaker I didn't think anything would ever top Hot Fuzz this did for me um, it, it was a horror movie it was a thriller movie it was a character drama it was a murder mystery and it it, it was about the seduction of Hollywood, I mean, it's about London, but it's just about being, like, seduced by this glamorous, wonderful world that you've always wanted to be a part of, only to get there and find out it's not everything you think it is, mm-hmm. and it can actually be trying to get you. And putting that as a part of a horror movie, especially from, like, a female perspective, genius. It was a fantastic movie. The filmmaking techniques, the editing, all of Edgar Wright's movies are edited to perfection, especially yes. Baby Driver. But, like, everything on every level worked. And I thought I was this cool cat. I looked at Nick and I predicted the ending because I do that sometimes because I'm a screenwriter and sometimes I see where things are going. And then the movie tells me that I was right. And I'm like, haha, see, I knew it. And then it said, no, fuck you, Dalton. And it said, you're wrong. And it completely like <laughs> fake twisted me. It fooled me. And I was like, ah, oh my God. And the way it wrapped it up was even better. Yeah. 
very it did the fake twist like usual suspects does a fake twist and then the real twist happens and that's what happened in this movie highly recommend it i'm gonna get the 4k as soon as it comes out love 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 last night very in soho yeah it was it had movie magic and not many movies have that movie magic you edgar I mean? wright does every fucking time yes he does yeah so yeah that's the list do you want to go do you want to go through one more time and just go 20 to 1 sure and then i'll do the same and then we'll get out of here yeah let me let me let me pull it up because i lost it and i'm not gonna be able to to pre-ball that no problem all right i'm not gonna do the numbers because i'll lose track yep go for it all right in the heights fear street 1978 the last duel cruella nobody free guy luca army of thieves justice league no time to die I'll do it for the top 10 because I can do that. Mm-hmm. 10, Mitchells versus the Machines. 9, Ghostbusters Afterlife. 8, Tick, Tick, Boom. 7, Malignant. 6, The Suicide Squad. 5, Pig. 4, Shang-Chi. 3, Last Night in Soho. 2, Kodo. 1, Spider-Man No Way Home. And my top 20, I thought I could freeball it. I could not. <laughs> we got The Last Duel, Corella, No Time to Die, Nightmare Alley, Ghostbusters Afterlife, The Night House, Free Guy, Nobody, Eternals, West Side Story, The Suicide Squad, A Quiet Place Part 2, Spencer, Dune, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Belfast, Spider-Man No Way Home, Coda, and Last Night in Soho. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, <laughs> Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. Good pull, good pull. Anything else you want to say to the good people before we go? No. Scream four time, baby. Scream four. Penguin's Italian, and we'll see you next time.